Hello, my name is Loralee Rourke. Welcome to the It's Not About Food podcast. Um, I am the co-founder of Beyond Hunger and the co-writer of It's Not About Food book and the co-writer of the Over It book and the co-creator of the Body Love cards. So I guess I'm just a co. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so what we're going to talk about today is the awareness card and the front of the card the goddess has this, uh, it's all kind of blues and greens, and the goddess has a candle that she's sort of lighting the darkness. And her power animal is looking at her, and she's looking at the candle. And for me, that is sort of like the image of awareness, like bring light to a subject. For so many years, eating disorders were shameful and hidden, and nobody talked about them, and it was... Uh, you know, just looked upon like, what's the matter with you that you can't get your eating thing together or you can't get your weight together? But hopefully it's a little teeny bit better every year or every day. And uh, we certainly have been working on it for a long time. But the card says, awareness is awakening to ourselves exactly as we are in the present moment. In order to heal our struggle with food and weight, We must become aware of eating patterns, emotions, bodily sensations, and this is me saying this, diet and fat thoughts. Only by watching and working with ourselves in the moment can we truly understand what we need. And I would add watching and working with ourselves with a lot of compassion that if we are struggling with an eating disorder or struggling with body image or struggling with whatever we struggle for, we struggle with, if we can bring compassion to it and think, you know what, I'm just really trying to get to the next moment in my life and this is what I'm doing right now. Uh, It really is awareness is awakening to ourselves exactly as we are in the present moment. And the present moment might be really difficult or hard or depressing or upsetting, but there'll be another moment and we can help ourselves now. I, when I was a little girl, I had no resources. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't hire a therapist. I couldn't leave my family. I couldn't move in with a friend that was maybe nicer. I had to just deal with what it was. But now I can accept what's going on in the present moment, come out of denial that this is what's going on, and then get, I have resources. I can move to something else. And we just have to, for myself, it's all awareness of what am am I doing? What am I thinking? How can I take care of myself? I am my best friend and I'm my only person that I'll ever Uh, I came here by myself and I'll leave by myself. So I might as well understand me. So um, I just want to just reiterate that awareness is not like, well, you must look at all your faults and then write them down and then ask for them to be removed. No, it's awareness of this is what I have. This is what I'm working with. And how do I want to shift and change? But actually, this is okay too. It's all right. Have compassion for yourself. Um, So today I have 
Elizabeth Scott with me, who is just a wonderful, wonderful woman and a warrior in the world of um, body stuff and awareness and eating stuff. And just I've known her for a really long time. I was really blessed to have her uh, be working with. We worked together for a while, and that was great, great, great. And just remember the time I met you, it was at uh, a Janine Roth workshop. And we came like two little magnets across the room. Oh, my God. Do you believe this stuff? Yes. Okay, let's be best friends. (laughs) (laughs) It's so crazy out there. But anyway, so great to always know you these many years. And so I'll let her take over and talk about what she's doing, what up with her, and we'll go from there. I think that was about 26 years ago that we met each other. We were wee small children. I was just struggling in my brand new private practice, trying to figure out how to treat the never-ending stream of girls and women with body hatred and eating disorders. That's right. Coming through the door of my office in Mill Valley, California. And I had no idea what to do because nobody in graduate school mentioned that my clients would have a body. And that they might have have some disruptions in their relationship (laughs) to their bodies. And so I started referring my clients to Beyond Hunger to be part of your 10-week groups. And they got better. They got better in 10 weeks from their eating disorder. And I thought, what are those women doing up there? (laughs) So I went up and asked, and you and Carol invited me to co-lead a group to learn your model. Yes. Which really transformed the way that I thought about and worked with the women and girls in my practice. So great. And they got well, and I learned about the non-diet approach and just all of the solid wisdom of compassion and yeah. um, and awareness. Really yeah. about bringing awareness to the issue and not a critical awareness, That's but a right. generous, compassionate awareness. Right. And also a good measure of humor and joy. Yes. That's a lot of what I got from you, particularly, Laura Lee. Just the silly, lively, you know, dis- irreverent soul that you are. And so <laughs> that was a great inspiration to me. And that's where the body positive started because I just started thinking, how can we move upstream with all of this distress? And I went across the street to the high school from my office and said, you're sending me too many eating disordered girls. What's happening here? What are you doing? And they introduced me to two young women who were trying to recover from an eating disorder who said, this school is crazy intense with, because you know, when you're in recovery, you can sort of have antenna for the suffering of people around you. And they said, let's start a project. And so the three of us went into all of the PE, freshman PE classes and talked about recovery and about being free of body hatred and the ideas I was learning from Beyond Hunger. And a hundred girls came to our drop-in group. Oh, my God. There was just an overwhelming, overwhelming response. Not all at once, but over 10 yeah. weeks, a hundred different girls came to this group. It was about 20, sometimes 40 people in the group. Oh, my God. And this is when it lunchtime? When the, that was at lunchtime. Yeah. And that's when the body so positive beautiful. started, was for me. Yeah. Because right after that, Connie Subcheck learned about the groups I was running 
And she called me because she had an idea of using art, using video and film and interviews with girls to create materials to prevent eating disorders. And it was really powerful to meet her. And I realized I need to be involved in prevention, not just treatment. That's right. Because I have to move three years upstream for these girls, literally just get to the middle school where they're all learning to diet and restrict and freak out about their pubescent bodies. That's right. And that really worked for, um, for me to, for the last 25 years of working with Connie to really be able to be part of the solution and also to have a community that's well to deliver my clients to as they get well. Yes. So alongside this body positive work, I have been, in psychotherapy practice and the model that we created in dialogue with the students works in my private practice as well. So we really expanded what are the competencies and skills that promote resiliency in Mm -hmm. young people. And we started working in high schools and colleges and the college students transformed our ideas about gender because of the revolution around gender and non-binary identities. And we started serving male-identified people and and trans people and non-binary people and really coming to see how the environment contributes to these disruptions in embodiment. Yeah. And trying yeah. to understand what are the environmental conditions that promote healing of disruption right. and help people to come in relationship to their body in a way that's alive and joyful and vital, like those women in the early Beyond Hunger groups who would just laugh at the disaster. I know. I know. Well, you just said that your your eyes are dry and you went to the doctor and your doctor said, well, the reason why your eyes are dry is because you're too fat. And (laughs) it would be... (laughs) I did laugh out loud when she said that. Are you nuts? (laughs) Excuse me. Are you crazy to say something? Do you know? Maybe the fat came out of my eyes. I do. Right. (laughs) Do you understand at all? Yeah, who going I to am. the doctor is a trip because they always have something to say about my weight. Right, and Which, I'm I'm like the average weight of your average. You American. are your uh, you're like yeah. the American woman, right? You know, maybe not the American, and also woman. incredibly fit. Like like of menopause course. has been fine. I'm incredibly fit. Exactly. So I know, but we there's a uh, there's a model that the that everybody uses, and you must fit in that little small model. And if you don't, oh, something must be wrong with you. I know. I told my doctor, you drank the Kool Aid, babe. You need you need you need to read a book. You need to read at least a Beyond Hunger book. Oh my God! Read Connie's book, my partner about the body positive model. Read Embody. Find out an alternative way of looking at things. Yeah, you've got to do something different, Missy. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) oh God! But yeah, that to me shows. The brainwashing is still here. Yes, you know that we, you and I, we go to the doctor. They say we're too fat. We just laugh in their face because <laughs> <laughs> a, we're not. B, what is that even and what that you're that saying? What does that have to do with anything? Right. I have like a, you know, my toenail came off. Oh, it's because I'm fat because of the pressure of my <laughs> weight on my toenail <laughs> happened. Anyway, oh, so we have to laugh at it because if we don't, we'll just start crying and never stop. Exactly, right. It's like I've been chipping away at this for 
you know, Beyond Hunger's been around since 1988, like when dinosaurs ruled the world, you know, and I feel like, and it's no, it's some better, a lot better. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the, I, you know, Carol and I, and I don't, and you and I, I don't think we ever saw social media coming. Right. I never saw that coming. Yeah. I, there wasn't even internet. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if I had seen it coming, I would be a billionaire, but I didn't. I didn't have any clue that our... Right. And it's possible to harness it uh, in towards body positive ends. Um, I mean, a very exciting moment is happening in our organization right now at the body positive because we're able to harness the, the Internet. And so great. we've put our whole yeah. model up onto an online educational platform. So great. We have yes. our five competencies of our fundamentals, so, you know, to, for people to learn the model. For $99, people can go online, which means that there's access internationally yep. and for a very little bit of money. So it's far yes. more yes. Uh, accessible to people. Yes. But what we just completed was putting up how to teach our curriculum so our facilitator training online, which we, so we've taught live anywhere. for 20 years. I know. And now it can people in Czechoslovakia, Nepal, Guatemala, a bunch of other Eastern European countries are reaching out and saying, we want to take the course. And it's oh incredible. God. It's this incredible to reach people. You've done this. It's amazing. And, and so yeah. we can harness this, this vehicle also. Of course, of course. Know, and I reach mean, millions of people. I mean, and college kids everywhere and high school kids right. can take our courses and start teaching our curriculum with no help from the grownups. They, they can just do it themselves. Yeah. And we need to go around the grown-ups uh, a lot sometimes of the time. We do. I have a student <laughs> at the University of Portland who's amazing. And she's a freshman, and it's only October. She's already been elected to the Senate and put forward a motion to make their school a body-positive school. Oh, my God. Now she's going to go talk to the head of the school and oh, say, we need this. We're doing she's this. She's in a much better position. <laughs> she's like, I, we just passed a resolution that this is what the students want. Would you be willing to pay for a, a team of people to be trained as leaders? And we just go online and get trained. And yeah. so what is he going to say? No, we don't no. think we can find the funding. No. I don't think so. No. So that's not. community organizing. She's that's hot. Right. And she's a freshman. Right. Just trying to get oriented and taking over at the I same know. time. You were talking about that you started the peer education group going into schools and then doing a, a support group in there. You know, that... That program still continues because I do it. Mm -hmm. I don't do the group, but I go into the schools and give information. Yes. And, and I you've take, been doing that for years. Well, I think you kind of stopped doing that around 15 years ago, so we yeah. picked it up. Yeah. And Felicia and, and um, people that were working for Beyond Hunger wanted to do it because mm -hmm. you were no longer doing it. So that still goes on. I mean, I mm -hmm. still go to a school a month in the school year, maybe two. Mm -hmm. And I still have peer educators that I've trained to go into to schools and talk about mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. So these ninth graders are listening to people, you know, not that far from their own age saying, yeah, dieting is nowhere. Just forget that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, and I, and I've done so many of the one-off lectures and I think it's a powerful way to raise awareness and they need to institutionalize change so Absolutely. that they're not getting the same confusing messages from teachers and PE That's teachers right. and um, 
and counselors and health center staff. And so that's where institutionalizing yes. the messages, getting staff trained. Yes. Um, but it can really dovetail now. I mean, you can do outreach and they can then get people trained to institutionalize That's the change. Right. That's just so right. the kids aren't in a bind between two messages. Exactly. You know? And that does happen and a now lot we of the have, time. We actually created a really short health course for the staff to teach them a non-diet model, which is really just about focusing on changes that you can make in your self-care rather than focusing on weight. Yeah. And it really, it, it's a whole different orientation for many of them still. Yeah. Well, um, we'll make sure to get all of your um, media informations the up Thebodypositive.org. That's all you need. Okay. That's where everything is available. Good. Because yeah. I can think of some teachers that would really do that. Yeah. They really would do it. Other yeah. teachers would be like, yeah, I got to teach this test yeah. that is mandated by the state. Right. So change so, it. Right, right, right. But <clears throat> they they do get it. You know, I yeah. find that the peer educators, just like your body positive girls and young women, they get this idea at a young age, and then they have it forever. Yeah, they're not hard to change. They're, it's the adults that are hard to exactly. change. Exactly. So <laughs> I've got, you know, peer educators who 10 years ago, you know, were hospitalized with a eating disorder, and then they came out of that and got recovery, came and, be, and became a peer. And then uh, now they have two little girls and they're married, and they're like, you know Starting what? Starting right from there. Exactly. I'm changing these two little girls, wow. and then that kindergarten class that they're in. That's another know. reason that I've stayed with the Body Positive over the years, even though, it, as you know, it's very strenuous to run a nonprofit, and oh. I would just die of exhaustion sometimes and want to leave, and then I would just feel like, for my clients who are recovering from an eating disorder, one of the body positive competencies is build community because yeah. we do not yes. believe that you can stay well while living in a completely insane world. That's right. Unless you have a couple of people who are body positive in your world. And you can and, talk to them. Right. So then we need the body positive to keep going. So that's why I keep coming that's back right. to. I have to keep the education going because there's nothing more effective in the world. Right for someone's sustainable recovery than to get involved in leadership That's right. for the body positive, That's you know, right. to be involved in prevention work because That's right. then their identity shifts from that of a victim who is suffering with an eating disorder and this whole identity around being eating disordered and it shifts to being body positive, creating a radical change in the way the world is. Yes. And that's a resilience promoting. And nothing's more powerful than that. It's I, so I beautiful. It is so beautiful to see them, like the light goes on. Wait, I don't have to. And you're right. I mean, it's sort of like the girls get it and then and then that's it. They don't ever really lose it. They've got it. The adults, it takes a long time. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I've had mothers go, I love that my daughter is in this program and doing this work and I love it so much. I am a little concerned about her thighs right now. She's getting a little, <laughs> and I just like want to choke the mother to death. We had a, I had a mother I approach us. <laughs> I have a mother approach us. She was just a little concerned that perhaps the body positive was a cult. And I yes. said, well, if we do promote self-love, and if that sounds like a cult, but we don't take your daughter's money over it. We're just <laughs> cultivating self-love. She's like, yeah, but all that love. 
all that love. <laughs> oh, yes, because that can't be good. Yes, that's and not we're how really, we run things. And I here. said, if 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 you if you're worried about us getting rich, fear no longer. <laughs> Well, I like to always say, you know, the, the the bottom line is the hippies were right. It is all about love. <laughs> love is all you need. It is true. You know, if you just, wherever you are, stop and love yourself right now, your life is going to get better. It's going to get radically better. And that's and, an old truth. That we, right. Even before the hippies, exactly. pretty much every major philosophical Everyone. and religious tradition right. Yeah, it's like the Dalai Lama. My religion is love. It's like, yeah, well, you're the Dalai Lama, so whatever. Yeah. But he is completely right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about this getting it out into the world, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast. Yeah. You know, I cannot, I cannot give enough groups. I cannot exactly. do enough to, groups. And here's where you harness the, that's right. you know, the internet. That's right. And so <clears throat> who knew, I don't know, 20 years ago, we'd be sitting in this room doing this podcast that right. would go all over the place. And podcasts are the rage these oh days. So God, that's a really good thing to be doing. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good, you know, and I, I think of the equation as it's one half about a radical self-love, you know, about a yeah. real fierce quality of self-love. The other half is about awareness. Yeah. I mean, it is about, so it's the, it's in Buddhism, it's, it's love and wisdom. Yes. And awareness is where wisdom comes in. Yes. So that's where you put a moment of pause between stimulus and response. That's right. A moment of pause between when you have a feeling and take action. So when you might be very anxious about eating and see that there's like a cake at the party and feel panicked, and then you could pause right there and yes. have a moment of awareness. Ah, my body is flooding with cortisol. I have fears <laughs> about cake. I'm not sure what to do. What resources are at my disposal at this right. moment so that right. I can cope with cake? Yeah. And then you take a deep breath <clears throat> then you have the freedom to choose your response. That's right. And so awareness is the ticket to freedom because it puts a, a moment of choice in between the stimulating event and the response. Because the response that you choose is going to dictate what happens in the rest of your life, right? That's right. So if you can mindfully choose, hmm, I will have a piece of cake while peacefully breathing. And I will see if I can make some contact with the people at the party rather than being self-absorbed in fear. That's right. That's an opportunity to choose freedom. Right. And I feel like that is what we would call a normal eater as well. Right. right. Oh, there's cake. Do I want it or not? Right. Yes or no? Maybe I do. But I want to also go talk to that person over there. Right. Can I do both? Or... It's not taking the cake into the closet and eating all the cake and then going home. <laughs> or not eating it and being preoccupied with oh restricting. Oh, my God, there's cake. I can never go to the party again. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because uh, it's never about the cake, really. Right. Well, the, and, and so hopping off on the it's never about the cake. When we started the Body Positive and we're looking at what are the competencies kids need in order to be resilient against these disruptions and embodiment like yep. eating disorders 
We thought we should teach people, and I learned this at the Beyond Hunger, to listen to when they're hungry and yeah. listen to what they're hungry for and listen yeah. to when they're satisfied and respond, right? Yeah. And Like babies. And that was really good because eating is one of the most fundamental primitive signals we can listen to our bodies, right? And so if we're shut down against these signals, we're going to be really dissociated and disconnected from our That's truth, right. right? But we didn't anticipate that when we taught kids to listen to the wisdom of their body around something as fundamental as food, that they would very quickly start connecting to the authority of their own experience That's on right. much subtler levels. Right. And so I had a girl, I trained to be an activist in third grade, and she came to me and said, you know, us girls who know how to eat intuitively, well, we start to know a whole lot about what we know about a whole lot. Yes. Which I thought was a very and straightforward way right. of talking about a complex feminist psychoanalytic idea yes, about yes, trusting yes. the authority of your own experience exactly. rather than being preoccupied with an external That's authority, right. which is very disempowering. And so what I've seen is people learn to bring awareness to their body and listen yep. to these big signals like That's about right. hunger and satiety. And then they start to know what they know about a whole lot. Yes, like, exactly. Like, oh, I just finished grad school in the wrong profession. Uh-oh. I wasn't interested in that. Right. That was my mother's idea. Right. right. And so right. I need to remake my life to yeah. have it connect with what's true for me. Yeah. And, or, you know, or, or in high school, it's like, I don't feel safe getting in the car with that guy. That guy. So I'm not going to. Yes. You know, and just to be right. able to respond to signals from inside rather right. than being preoccupied with shoulds yes. from outside. Yes. It's profoundly liberatory teachings. Well, it's the same thing about when we really actually own our own bodies. There's um, there's nothing no one can do to us, really. I mean, mm -hmm. we have I have young women who have said, you know what, it taught me not only to eat intuitively and to like the body that I have and to learn to take care of it and to take care of myself emotionally. But you know what? I can say no to stuff I don't want to do. Right. I, I don't, I'm not going to be pushed around by some person. You can eating. feel that wouldn't be good for me. Exactly. I'm not doing that. You know, Instead I mean, of being preoccupied, but what if he wants and what if she wants right, and what does my mom right, want and right. what does my teacher want? Well, it's like, right. that doesn't work for me. Right. Yeah, it's, right. my husband used to say when my daughter would make like a major choice, like breaking up with a boy, and he and I would be like, oh, I, I liked him so much. I, it seemed like such a good thing. Why did she break up with him? And he'd say, intuitive eating, babe. <laughs> <laughs> intuitive dating. Intuitive dating, right? And, right. and then in choosing Aww. college, I mean, we visited so many colleges. I was getting a little despairing about the... <laughs> sixth state and the 14th school exactly. that we had adored exactly. she's like no 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 this isn't it i can't imagine myself here no 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 and i just was like okay maybe college isn't gonna happen intuitive, intuitive reading, right and then we get to loyola university in new orleans and she's like this, this is it and i just realized 
I feel so much more confident sending my daughter out into the world when she knows how to eat intuitively of the world. Exactly. That she can trust her instincts and that she's solid and she's not all mixed up about maybe this is right for me when it doesn't feel right. It's so beautiful. Even if it means like you might not get to go to college because you haven't found the right one, right? Yeah. But then she finds the one that that she's like, the people are humble and kind and the place is rocking with music and it's really diverse of people from every background I'm going here and I just feel like phew like I'm gonna let her go free because I trust she can listen to the authority of her own experience and I say to parents it's like you might like your child to listen to your authority but if you teach them to listen to an authority outside of their own bodies that's right very soon it won't be you it won't it'll be that guy in seventh grade with the pills saying these are good for you have some yeah and they're gonna think oh i must do what people outside of my body say right and then they're eating the pills from the guy in the bathroom you know they're doing a cleanse in the ninth grade (laughs) exactly or they start a diet or they get in the car with the wrong person or they go to the wrong college and study the wrong degree and then thousands of dollars later they're like well in "Uh despair right Right? and then they're depressed because they're not connected to what's important to them right right? so we have to risk letting our kids make a lot of mistakes along the way to figure out what's true for them and but you gave your daughter uh, so many tools to be able to do that Mm -hmm. starting with the most basic one you get to choose what What are you hungry for right you know i don't know check listen to your belly right yeah i i i just wish that that could happen all over the place you know we as mothers and fathers we feed our babies because they cry and they're hungry and then we stop feeding them because they actually stop eating right. when they're full. Right. And we learn not to feed them something they don't want or we get to wear it. Right. So we got that. Right. And then what What makes us think at five years old they they don't still have that? Right. Of course they do. Of course they do. Of course they, they do. And so do we, you know. Right. Yeah. But for them, it's a much more accessible if we just let them. If we just let them. Yes. So the whole card that we're talking about is this awareness is what we're talking about is shining light on the issue. Well, in the thing. Let's talk about the issues, you know, let's have some awareness around this. Well, in the thing about this quality of awareness, which is really this inward looking quality of um, really turning our gaze actually inwardly to sense inside of this spacious interiority of our being Mm -hmm. just that action of bringing awareness to is healing yes so if you have a stomach ache and you just bring your awareness to your stomach you don't have to do another thing like just that action is in itself transformative that's right it's not like awareness will help me figure out what to do Right. Just awareness. Right. And so just noticing, ah, so this is how it is. Yeah. I suffer right now. Right. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's adequate. Yeah. Just awareness or, oh, I notice there is this unsaid thing between us that's causing me suffering. Ah, so that's how it is. Yeah. Just the awareness itself begins to transform our experience. Well, and then it goes into acceptance. This is what it is. Right. 
Right. It, a, whole, a whole cascade yeah. of transformation That's right. happens. That's right. So with all of this, then if change needs to happen, it will. Exactly. It begins. It's the beginning. But in itself, we once ran a group at uh, Drake High School 20 years ago. It was for a research project. And we just asked, how are you doing with your food and your body? And we went around the circle. And everybody listened and no crosstalk. How are you doing with your food and your body? That's it. And everybody talked about how they were doing. And we went around the circle for 10 weeks. That is all we did. Wow. And we took notes of everything that came of, 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 in the discussion. At the end of the 10 weeks, everybody was healed. <laughs> and so what did so we do? We brought, we brought awareness amplified by our attention, right? That's right. Because listening, be, listening yep. being Accepting. listened to, and yeah, yeah not, not discussing, not countering, not yeah. giving advice. The, the, that amplified by the whole group's attention, the awareness was itself completely transformative. The by the end of the 10 weeks, everybody was like, I've done all these changes. My body relationship is so much better. And we literally just asked, how are you doing with your food and your body for 10 weeks? That's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that, that was before we had all five competencies that now can bring all this development. But that was it. Just kind awareness and company i find that we just want to be listened to right by ourselves right to start our little my little self just mm. is like lorley <laughs> <laughs> hey miss hello hey hello right. ma'am yeah can i talk to you for a minute exactly i just want to hear me right you know right if i can just do that that's a lot that's it's a lot. a lot. It's a lot. The mm -hmm. the Body Positives book, Embody, about really listening to the wisdom of your own experience. It's all story. Because the, the whole Body That's Positive right. is just about listening to people share the, their body story. That's how right. How they inhabit what their body. Happened? What were the conditions that disrupted their embodiment? Right. And how are they healing it? That's right. And so that book is full of stories. Beautiful. Really learning to listen to what is your own story and what's needed. Yeah. You know, that emerges yeah. from listening. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to read the just for today. So we leave people with a little kind of, let's just do this today, maybe tomorrow too, but we'll see. Today I will practice becoming aware of one of the following. When I'm hungry, what I'm hungry for, and when I'm full. Feelings that I'm having when I'm eating or worrying about my weight, or how many times throughout the day I have diet or fat thoughts. I will do this with compassion. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful, I mean, that's it. That's, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Just do that. Just do that and you shall be happy. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> Just do that for a long time. Just with, and remembering not to let your critical voice push you at how fast things happen because it takes time to change. But yeah. so just returning to a compassionate just view. Just return to the breath. Yeah. And just pay attention. Right. It's lovely. So I'm so honored and glad that you were here today. Just really love sitting here with you and um, 
Yes, so thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Laura Lee, for starting this whole movement many, many years ago. And if anybody wants to connect with The Body Positive, thebodypositive.org is our website. And, and it's, it's a beautiful website. Full of beautiful resources. Yes, yeah. And this can come to your school, too. <laughs> and this can come to your school, too. You can bring it. You can bring it, girly. So okay. check it out. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, Laura Lee.